Uh, G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of the CX Central Podcast. My name is Justin Tippett and today I'm going to be joined by Mark Carrier, who, well, let's just face it, he's the guru of all things team leaders and call centres. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Justin. Uh, so uh, glad to uh, be with you guys uh, here once more. Yeah, great to have you back on. Um, now, as I sort of touched on that very brief intro, I mean, you're, you're, you've you're obviously got lots of experience in contact centres, but your niche is really around team leaders and getting team leaders to perform. So I'm super excited today because we're going to bust a few myths out there around, you know, what it takes around uh, team leaders and call centres. Absolutely. Um Excuse me. You know, uh, in my view, uh, team leaders are the backbone of uh, any call center operation, and uh, you get great team leader. Your, their team will soar. Uh, you get a bad one. Regrettably, they can cruel the team and really do a lot of harm to the brand. So, you know, getting the right team leader and making sure they've got the skills that they need to get their team performing is is extremely critical. You know, it's vital. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I think the team leader is the most important role in the, in the contact centre, full stop. So uh, so let's bust a Great. few of these cool. myths, Mark. Uh, Mark. Myth number one, really good team members make the best team leaders. Yeah, well, you know, although it seems logical that, uh, you know, someone uh, who's really good on the phones and handling calls, uh, you know, should be able to share their skills with anyone, the, you know, the reality is that most really good call center operators um, don't really know what they do that makes them successful. They just do it. It comes naturally to them. So, you know, because it comes naturally to them, you know, they can often find it very challenging on how to share what they do and how they do it with others. And, you know, the other problem is that aside from knowing how to make and handle calls, you know, uh, a team leader's role requires a whole new, you know, total new range of skills, you know, things like leadership and motivation, uh, coaching, management, and and people skills. So, you know, aside from having a challenge in telling them or showing people how they do what they do, you know, there's all these other skills that they need to have. So, you know, often you've got to be careful because you can take a really good operator and if you don't support them and train them and, and help them learn all the other things they need to be as a team leader, next thing you know, after a few months, you decide, oh, geez, you know, we've got to make a change. And, and uh, because of that, you know, you run the risk of losing a really good team leader because not a lot of them are keen to go back to the front line, you know, and they're embarrassed because obviously they couldn't make it happen. So. You know, you, you really risk losing a great operator as well. So it's a bit of a double whammy there. Yeah, I don't, I don't even say it's a triple whammy because the other challenge, of course, is if you've got somebody who's not leading well, then it affects everyone in the team. So you're actually bringing the whole team down as well. So I couldn't agree more just because they're a great person on the call centre floor on the phones and they're getting the best quality scores or the best quantity or whatever it is that you're measuring doesn't mean they're going to be a great team leader. You've got to make sure they get the right skills uh, to lead people. So bang, bust well, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know, and they've got to have the innate um, characteristics. You know, a lot of that, <clears throat> excuse me, comes back to having, in my view, high emotional intelligence. You know, that's the big key, I think. Um, and, and being able to, you know, have empathy and obviously coming from the front line, they have a lot of empathy on what the job's all about. Mm. But they be, you know, they, they, and so they can be really good that way, but, you know, they need the other skills to help them transfer the knowledge that they have. So yeah. very, very highly important. Critical. Agree. Uh, all right. Myth number two, Mark. Team leaders must <coughs> be subject matter experts. 
Yeah, you, you see this often. Um, you know, uh, some senior managers think that, you know, the uh, team leader has to be a subject matter expert. And, um, you know, because, you know, their, their role is, you know, their company is just so different and, and things like this. And the, the problem with that is they can be creating a bit of a trap because what happens is, they, um, you know, they promote this person, usually somebody from within, obviously, because they have the subject matter expertise. But the problem is this person that they selected thinks that their role as a team leader is just to share that knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they forget about all the other things that they need to do. And because they feel that they just have to share that knowledge and answer questions in that, you know, they tend to stay away from other critical areas uh, and they don't give a lot of help to people in that area. And that's, you know, that's their thinking because it's reinforced by being promoted. I mean, the reason you promoted me was because I know all about this stuff. And, you know, it can be as well with um, systems knowledge too. I mean, I've worked with a client who, uh, they were the largest sellers, this is pre-COVID, largest sellers of uh, cruise vacations around the world. we're selling about six hundred million uh, worth of cruise sales here in Australia mm. uh, annually. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's globally annually. Here was about two hundred million, but you know they would have three or four different systems that uh, you know to book cruises and things like that. Yeah. And so you know they would they hired. I remember one chap they hired, a really nice guy, and he knew the systems backwards. But the problem was. He wasn't great at being a team leader and motivating the team or or helping them learn the skills aside from the systems. And, and quite frankly, um, you know, they had to make a change with him. I mean, they kept him, but, um, you know, they had to, to move him because he wasn't helping the team very well. Yeah. So, and you've got to be careful because if you do that, what happens is that you get other people who may on the team who may have really, really good leadership skills, but they think, oh, God, it'll take me forever to get the subject matter expertise. So, you know, I'm not even going to bother. And oftentimes they'll move on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the other team can get disengaged because they're feeling, well, I'm not getting the help I need in other areas. So often they can leave too because, you know, Really, the, the reality is people don't leave, leave their job so much as they leave their supervisor or the manager. Sure. So you've got to be careful of that. Mark, would, um, I, I agree with you. The team leaders don't need to be subject matter experts. Um, but there are, as you touched on, a lot of um, call centres that are quite complex and they have ridiculous amounts of systems that we expect everyone to try and learn and get their head around. And, of course, when you're on the phones and you get stuck, your first point of call is typically to go to the team leader. If they don't have subject matter expertise i'm teasing you here how do how do they how do they how does that work because you can sort of go well geez that's not ideal what's the solution then well i mean uh i wouldn't select somebody who didn't have the necessary skills in that regard um you know when you think about it uh, they can't be that good as an operator if they're not that good with the systems Mm mm-hmm so, you know, I mean, you've got to find the balance. You know, definitely they need to uh, have the systems knowledge, be an expert in, in that area so they can help their team there. But, I mean, I would focus more so 
on the innate uh, leadership qualities of a person because I think it's a lot easier to teach them the systems knowledge later. Mm. Now, we're making a big assumption that we're promoting internally, but <clears throat> obviously sometimes that, that's not possible for a bunch of different reasons and you recruit externally. And if you did that, of course, they would come with no system knowledge whatsoever. Um, so when, yeah. when you find yourself in that situation, uh, do, you, do you think that it's better for, for contact centre managers, et cetera, to go, you know what, I don't care, I want the leadership skills, that's what's more important because there will be subject matter experts within the team. And if you're a good leader, you, you, would, you would get that out of the people, right? You'd use them to help. No question, no question. And, you know, the, the, the key is having the traits and characteristics of amazing leadership first uh, because everything else can be taught. Sure. You know, they can learn all of that because those are learned skills. I mean, the others are more innate within the individual. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's hard to train that into people, but, you know, it's a lot easier to train them on, on product knowledge and systems knowledge, most definitely. So, you know, and you might even part of their induction, maybe that they spend a few weeks, uh, you know, learning this before they take over the team uh, yeah. or they, you know, and they spend a few weeks on the phone as a frontline operator before they take over the team. Yep. You, you, you've given me a great segue into myth number three, and that was that call center managers have the skill set and the time to train team leaders. <clears throat> yeah, well, oftentimes, uh, you know, what you find is, uh, you know, uh, here's the inconvenient truth, <clears throat> excuse me, in my view anyway, is that um, team leaders rarely get the uh team leader training and coaching and support that they need from their call center uh, managers. Uh, and, and I think there's a number of reasons for that. You know, one of them is that, um, you know, often the call center manager has come from the team leader ranks themselves yep. and hadn't had a uh, formal training process on how to be a great team leader. You know, covering a lot of things like, um, you know, call monitoring and scoring and providing feedback and doing on-the-job coaching and, and all of these things. You know, these are things that they picked up as they went along. Yep. And uh, quite often there's gaps. And so what happens is that the call center managers tend to focus on the things that they know and they provide a lot of ad hoc training, Sure. Yep. you know, and, and they might provide 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there and, and things like that. But there's no formal process that they can fall back on or rely on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, often it, it's it, it's piecemeal. Yep. And then, you know, the call center manager has a lot of admin type jobs to do and, and things like that, reports and this, and they'll use that as part of their excuse for why they just don't have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, and, and, oh, but I, I have told them, you know, and yeah, I have yeah. showed them and, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, and they should, of course they know, you know, I told them. And that's the thing is they don't make sure that they really know and that they're applying the knowledge as well. That's the other Yep. And yeah, look, that's my experience. I think most of the contact centres that you go into and you talk and meet with contact centre managers, typically, they're not sitting around all day twiddling their thumbs. They're incredibly busy people. There's a lot going on when you're managing a call centre and uh, oh, tell me about so, you know, yeah. you're putting out fires all day, every day. So it does make it really hard, as you said, to upskill, particularly if they've never had this, the skills in actually, you know, themselves, embedded themselves. Um, so no, I completely agree. Um, which I guess leads us into uh, myth number four, Mark, which is the team leaders have the time to develop their teams. Yeah, well, 
this this is uh, very similar in a lot of ways with the call center manager and having the time and you know i mean as call center managers our team leaders are very hard working as well and you know you just uh, but what you have to do is have a look at what they actually do and all the different tasks that they have each week you know because a lot of them will tell you they just don't have the time because of all the uh, supervision and the HR and, and other things that they have to do. And, and you know, some of them do have a point. Mm. However, what you've got to look at is what is it that they're actually doing and how important is it? And, you know, get an understanding of what's the number one focus of the job. And the number one focus of the job, in my view, is, you know, to make sure that their team is continuously and regularly hitting their KPIs and, and their goals and targets every month. And, you know, to do that, you need to help the underperformers rise. And, you know, not only that, but you need to keep, make sure that the uh, top performers are still bubbling, you know, and boiling and, and making sure that they're hitting their targets as well. You know, oftentimes people will focus too much on the underperformers and forget about the top operators too. They still need your love as well. Yep. So, you know, the thing is, um, what you've got to do is is uh, eliminate their excuses. So, yep. you know, ha- have a look at what they're doing and making sure that they're scheduling the time to do these, uh, you know, things like uh, monitoring calls and, and scoring calls and providing feedback and training and, and things like that and, and strip away those things that, um, you know, aren't as important. Yep. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I was just looking at the—I uh, don't know—people have seen it. The twenty twenty one contact center industry benchmarking um, report that was put out by um, Smart Recruitment, and there were some interesting stats in there that just reiterate that, Mark. So one of the questions was, do you have a structured and ongoing learning and development program for team leaders? And sixty percent of respondents said no. Oh, I'm <clears throat> I'm surprised it's only sixty percent. <laughs> Plenty of opportunities, yeah. right, to do some training. Um, now, oh, on that particular topic, um, Mark, you you recently um, just wrote an article on CX Central uh, about how to manage a team leader's time. So it actually went into a little bit Absolutely. of detail of um, what people can do. The rocks, pepper, um, <laughs> rocks, pebbles, and sand uh, theory was covered, but uh, really what to work out what your team leaders do and some tools, etc. So if you haven't read that, uh, you'll find it on yeah, cxcentral.com.au. Um, Mark, the, the fifth and final uh, myth we want to sort of smash out there was that only large companies benefit from developing their team leaders. Yeah, I, it's funny. I've, I've heard this, you know, uh, from from a lot of different uh, CEOs or, you know, they'll, they'll have a um, small company. So maybe they've got, 20 operators and the call center manager is basically the team leader and they say oh look uh, or they'll have a two ic or you know small operators at two shifts and you know they say oh look you know we only have a couple of team leaders it doesn't really matter that much they know what they're supposed to do and mm-hmm. and quite frankly you know uh, profit and, and productivity in call centers are measured hourly and frankly it doesn't matter how many team leaders you have uh, and how many people are on the team. You know, let me have the caveat that, you know, you can't have a team leader with a team of 100. But, uh, you know, reasonable size, say, you know, anywhere from 8 to 15. So, you know, it doesn't matter uh, how many are on that team. If that team isn't productive, they'll never be profitable. And it doesn't matter 
how many team leaders you have or how productive each team needs to be productive to be profitable. Mm. And so, you know, you need to ensure that every team leader has the skills that they need to make sure that their team can be productive and profitable and, you know, to raise uh, the, you know, the bottom uh, underachievers into, you know, consistently hitting their targets and KPIs. And you can't do that unless you're taking the time and spending the energy, you know, effectively coaching them and training them on how to do their jobs uh, to the best of their abilities. Yep, yep. No, I couldn't agree more. I think um, sometimes the team leaders get a little bit left out. You know, we focus on doing some frontline training and there might be management training for the contact centre managers uh, or the workforce planners or the quality assurance guys. But, you know, the team leaders are often the ones that sort of get brushed over and they're the ones that probably need it the most. And as we said right at the start of this show, they're the most critical role in your contact centre. So if you can get them working effectively, everything else just pales into insignificance. Well, you, you think about it, all the other roles that you mentioned are clearly uh, important, but who spends the most time with the frontline operators? Yeah, team leader, clearly. Team leader. So, I mean, if, if you don't have them uh, upskilled and, you know, up-level them so that they can effectively engage with their team and help them become better than they can be, I mean... What does it matter? I mean, you could have the best, um, you know, best product in the world. You can have the best, you know, things like that. But, you know, if your team isn't effective, there's, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Very, very good point, Mark. Now, um, of course, you do specialize in training for team leaders. Um, so if people are, are interested in learning more about um uh, about your course, there's a couple of options. You have a live one. Um, it's a, I think it's a, what is it? A four week program, four two hour sessions uh, over four weeks. Um, so you'll find right. that you'll find that on the uh, on the CX Skills website, uh, and we actually call it creating amazing call center team leaders. Um, so you'll find out more about that. Um, and we also uh, have a self paced module, Mark, where it's an online one, so people can just log in and, and you know go through the course at their own pace. And again, you'll find that on the uh, on the CX Central website. Um, now, if you're interested in just learning more about some tips on, on all things contact centres, Mark has written a whole bunch of articles. I think he's up to 19 articles, I think it is, on, on CX Central. So if you do want to head over to um, to, uh, whoops, to CX Central, uh, cxcentral.com.au, you'll find heaps of those articles there. Look under tips for team leaders. It couldn't be any easier to find them. Uh, Mark, thank you, as per usual, for all your time. I know you're incredibly passionate about um, team leaders, your whole business is around that. And I know there's a lot of consultants and there's a lot of trainers out there that are, you know, jack of all trades uh, and can do lots of training. But, you know, what I really like is that you really hone in on the on the team leaders and you've got some incredible tools that you've built up over the, you know, over your career that are shared in that course. So uh, if you are interested in, in doing a course, uh, I thoroughly recommend you check out Mark's. But uh, I'm sure, Mark, we will have you back on again. Uh, if it's not uh, later this year, it'll be early next year and we will cover off a couple of other myths around the team leaders uh, that'd be wonderful i appreciate uh, the opportunity to be uh, here with you justin and uh, your team good on you, or, or your audience or rather uh, awesome <laughs> we'll see you next time thanks everyone for listening bye for now 